Hello everybody, you're welcome to the Living Intentionally for God podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you for listening. God bless you. My name is Motoro and I'll be the one doing this podcast. Hallelujah. And I just pray that as we listen, we edify, we grow in understanding and God really communicates with us and uses me to really say what he, whatever he has to say. And at the end of the day, we all, he helps us to live intentionally for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So this this podcast is long. Like, I was meant to have done it since, but we thank God that I'm finally doing it. And I just pray that everybody listens, whoever this word is for, or whoever needs it, or whoever listens to it, really learns from it in the name of Jesus. So like the name, like obviously you would have seen on the name today i'm going to be talking about tongues actually this podcast is going to be in two two like it's going to be two, in two different posts so the first one is just i'm going to be talking about tongues and the second one it's also about tongues but maybe like talking about the myths of tongues like the things that would already understand that i think um i kind of have a little bit of understanding in it and so i've come to share because we all know that as we grow in christ we learn more our eyes see more our heart understands more so the understanding i've gotten so far i've come to share it with us and at the end of everything when you listen if you have contributions i don't really know but i think it's you can message us on our social media platforms on the um, instagram facebook on twitter you can message us if you have a contribution thank you again for listening or thank you for tuning in you know this is not radio <laughs> okay let's just pray now father we thank you for the privilege of um this platform thank you for what you're about to teach us i pray that you please use me to communicate your word well and Lord, the end of days please help all of us to truly walk in this reality in the name of jesus thank you lord for everything we love you and just let me pray amen so now tongues before i even start i think one thing that ever made me to really really sit on this like no no or just always procrastinate like as something else has come up i think it's because it's like a controversial topic so like to be talking about it well anyways i think like i said i think i i kind of have a little bit of understanding or i have understanding about most some of it so that's what i'll be sharing so about tongues um before i push that let me go read first corinthians 1 10 to 13 first corinthians first corinthians 1 10 to 13 let me open it let me check <clears throat> i hope i will find i hope i will find i hope i will doing great i hope i will growing in the lord <laughs> hope we're all but i said first corinthians 11 right let me check okay first corinthians one rather First Corinthians one eleven to thirteen. Okay. So what Paul here he came to the Corinthian church and he was just saying that now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, that there be no divisions among you but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment for it has been declared to me concerning you my brethren by those of chloe's household that there are contentions among you now i say this that each of you says i am of paul or i am of apollos or i am of Cephas, or i am of christ is christ divided was paul crucified for you 
or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I, that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius. And so on. The whole point of this is that in the Corinthian church, like, he was hearing that they were get they were, like, choosing sides. They were becoming divided. And, like, he's like, what is wrong with these people? So he sent um, letters to them. A lot of things were happening in the Corinthian church. And these letters, First Corinthians and Second Corinthians, were, like, for them, for them to have better understanding of some things. So... Before we start talking about tongues, I just um one thing. If anybody even knows me, I really don't like how many of us are divided in the body of Christ. I know that there is, there is even in diversity, there is beauty in it. But when you start to think what you believe, a particular part of Christianity is more important than the other part, or you start to pull that more out, you start to pull that out more than the name of Jesus, more than the gospel. It does. I don't. I don't really like all those kind of things. So if I don't really like it, anyways. So I don't. I don't. When I'm talking about tongues right now, I don't want us to see it as, oh, it is more important than the name of Jesus. It's more important than the gospel. So we, when I'm going to evangelize, you are speaking in tongues to the person, or you are not like like. I I hope I'm passing my if the what what I'm about to what I want to say well, like don't. Don't let it take the place of Jesus in your life, you know. Don't let it take the place of Jesus in your ministry. The 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 relationship you have with Jesus. Don't let it take it. It's going to help you. Like I, when I start talking about, it's going to help you in some certain in certain ways. But please don't let don't doctrinate it. Don't let it come as a division. Don't let it be what will divide you and your brethren, basically. Um. <clears throat> okay. So now, what is tongues? In fact, let me. Be, I think one thing I would mean to say that was I think when I was reading this book, this um, God's Generals book, you know, but um, the what they did and what they didn't do. I think that version. I'm not really sure. I can't remember. And I was just. I think it was Da Dobi and um, Maria Ita. I'm not really sure. I hope I'm not mixing up the names. Something about how some of the things Maria Ether used to do, Charles Dewey did not understand. So he used to speak against it. And, you know, that brought a lot of contentions, you know. And Maria was like, she she, uh, she already she sees Dewey as a brother. But Dewey was you know, always like, uh, because he did not understand some of the realities that she was working in. That is how it is nowadays in the body of Christ. If you don't understand some things, you cannot keep quiet. You know, just be humble and know that, as we continue to advance in God, God opens our hearts, God opens our minds to some certain realities. If you don't understand something, go to God, ask God. If you've not gotten a clear picture, just keep quiet. Don't be speaking against it. Don't make it what to don't make it don't make it be what to make people now say, Oh, there's no love in this Christianity or they are divided. Don't don't do that. Don't be the person that will cause that kind of thing. I hope um I've never gone to the real topic. It's already seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So what is tongues? <laughs> tongues basically languages. You know when we hear my mother tongue is basically language. It's just a language. Mother tongue um, father tongue, this English tongue. Okay, I don't mean anything like that, but my point is tongues are languages. And what was the origin of tongues? Basically, it started since now, since Adam's time, they've been speaking something. I don't know what they were speaking. Some people say they were speaking Hebrew, some say. So I think when. <laughs> I don't let me say that before I go and bring up another kind of people start overthinking it but mm, they were speaking a particular language and then remember the tower of Babel where the different languages now came up 
so that one too is the origin of like where the different forms of language now came so but the origin of like the spiritual tongues that i'm obviously going to be talking about is when um what happened on the day of pentecost when god when the holy spirit came upon the people in the upper room and then they started to speak in tongues so definitely so the origin is tied to the holy spirit is the holy spirit that one is already clear so i don't think i have to say more than that so what is the significance of tongues basically why do you have why do you even speak in tongues why do people have mother tongue or i'm going to my land yoruba now i'm going to so let me speak my mother tongue there so it's, it's basically for better communication for for you to understand for them to understand you maybe because most of them that, that's the language they speak for them to understand you and for you to understand them for better communication for you know i think we've talked about this before communication communication has not occurred when they if feedback hasn't occurred if you've not understood or if it doesn't cause a particular kind of change in your insight or your perception or something so basically um tongues we these tongues the significance of tongues is for better understanding better communication and also even for even the spiritual tongues the whole of it before we start talking about it in parts it's for better communication it's for if before we start talking about it in parts because when we are speaking, speaking in tongues even though there are different dimensions to it basically you are talking to god better communication basically probably you know you've heard of this when people speak in tongues they get the revelation they get they understand that oh, they have to go and do something now you know things like that. that that is feedback so and we've heard of how i'm not going to get to that i don't want to get go ahead of myself but um one of it one of the significance of the language of the spirit of speaking in tongues is for better communication but i'll still going to talk about all all the other things so <clears throat> um in, when we open to mark 16 verse 17 let me open to it mark 16 verse 17 okay i think i already put it here so it says and this sign 17 to 18 and these signs will accompany those who believe in my name they will drive out demons they will speak in new tongues they will pick up snakes with their hands and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all they will place their hands on the sick and they will not they will get well so you see that god jesus jesus is jesus talking here and he's saying that anybody that believes these signs will accompany them and he says all these things and he says they will speak in new tongues so jesus even says it that's even the first like jesus said it so <laughs> that means it's important for jesus to say it and it's for everybody he said those who believe it's not just for a particular set of people you know he said those who believe these signs will accompany them everybody he said they will speak in tongues they all of us with the right intentions not that he just go and do an experiment and pick up snake <laughs> you know they'll pick up snakes and with their hands and nothing happened to them just like when paul that viper whatever that thing that happened to him that i think it was all over him then he just brushed it off and it fell down and nothing happened to him you know they would drink deadly poison they will not be hurt they will lay hands on the sick you know laying hands on the sick is not just past class of people not just for your pastors not just for your leaders it's for anybody as far as you're a believer and they will be healed so you speak in tongues everybody can speak in tongues and like i said there are different dimensions to this speaking in tongues so let me now move on to what is the baptism of the holy spirit right i think 
everybody most of us even me um i'm i've not really understood it but the one i understand that's what i'm doing is sharing so but baptism of the holy spirit you all know baptism means um immersion immersion so and we know that when christ was going he said in acts one one of the things he said was that they should wait and so that the holy spirit will come upon them and they'll be baptized and let me let me just read it okay it says acts 1 verse 5 for john baptized with what water but in a few days you will be baptized with the holy spirit in one in acts 1 it's not said you receive power when the holy spirit comes on you and you'll be my witness in jerusalem in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth so basically in acts 1 verse 5 it says you'll be baptized with the holy spirit so it just being it just means being immersed in the holy spirit and what did we see when the holy spirit came upon them what did we see we saw them speaking in tongues that was the evidence of the baptism of the holy spirit baptism you know, somebody you know people I've, I've heard of this um illustration to that you know when you, when you give your life to christ it's just like when you accept christ or when you accept the life of christ it's just like you're drinking water the holy spirit is in you yeah you've drank the water then baptism of the holy spirit is that you are now inside the river you are overflowing you are inside you are inside you've been immersed inside so i hope we get that to illustration so what where does speaking in tongues now come speaking in tongues is the evidence of the baptism of the holy spirit because most of the time when we read in acts the by i think they talked about speaking in tongues like four five times in acts i'm not really sure acts they talked about it in acts to acts 10 acts 19 i think acts 8 um when they talked about yeah when um um philip was um when he saved when god saved people through him and then peter and i think john now came and baptized with the holy spirit or something like that even though they did not mention the tongues but simon that's also i definitely saw something and probably most probably so they're speaking in tongues so what why how did i get there my point is so speaking in tongues and in this area now is like the evidence of that they were baptized most of the time when they were baptized in these acts we see that they spoke in tongues in acts 2 they spoke in tongues in acts 10 they spoke in tongues in acts 19 they spoke in tongues you know somebody might now say uh uh-uh, speaking in tongues the baptism of the holy spirit no but it's the evidence it just shows that you know one thing one thing that came to my mind lately is how i, I see speaking in tongues as a the, one of the because when you say baptism of the holy spirit i just see it as the continuum of that you are submitted to god because speaking in tongues when you get baptized in the holy spirit and you um give your tongue when, when you get baptized in the holy spirit and then you speak in tongues it's just a continuum of what has already started that you are surrendering you are surrendering and now you have surrendered your tongue so basically speaking in tongues is the evidence i just wanted to put that out there because most of the time i know we go by what the bible says it is not the baptism of the holy spirit it's not like you speak you spoken it's not that is not all there is to the holy spirit there are many 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 dimensions many things to the holy spirit but we're saying that it's just like if um you are filling up a tank now what is the evidence that the tank is full you see that it starts to pull it starts to pull <laughs> it starts to pour over 
and that's what like speaking in tongues is like yeah 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 pouring you're pouring over then okay you're 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 filled and i'm still going to get to the part that i'm going to talk about how well let me just say it now we know that yes baptism gets us filled but then the feeling is a continuous process it's just like how we say we are saved to be surrendered but it's not that you just surrendering is just a one-time thing it's a continuous process so yes we get baptized in the holy spirit then we and we get filled but then we are we we, we continue that's in the continuous process because when we read act i think it's acts for when they release peter and john i think from the prison and then they started praying and everyone started shaking or something we see that they used the term again and they were filled by the holy spirit and what was the what happened after they were filled? they said they now started to speak they were now they became bold or something like that so my point is it's a continuous process we keep on getting filled the continuous process you keep on um, you, you keep on staying with god keep on growing in god you keep on getting filled you keep on getting filled it's not just a one-time thing the experience here is just like salvation experience is okay you get saved but then you keep on surrendering to god keep on surrendering that that's the salvation the saving is meant to help you to keep on surrendering that baptism of the holy spirit is meant to put you in a posture that will help you to keep on just immersing yourself you know not not immersing keep on overflowing let me say like that keep on overflowing in god keep on overflowing keep on overflowing and when you get baptized the evidence that we see the evidence that was seen in scripture is that they was they spoke in tongues i just pray that (laughs) i've been able to say that well if you don't understand like i said please just message us on our social media platforms Mm -hmm. then now I, want, I just want to quickly say that, and baptism of the Holy Spirit, I think it's just one of the signs of a surrendered life. Like, it's just one of the things that, like, or rather, when you speak in tongues, it's just one of the signs, it's one of the signs of a surrendered life. Because now you're now putting, you're like, your tongue is now, you're now giving your tongue to God. It's not just about, you know, I think faith also has a great role here. You know, I don't like I said, I don't go ahead of myself. It has a great rule here because most of the things that you know, Abraham now really go away from here and move to a place where I may show you, not tell him where he was going, and he just started going. That is faith, right? And we too, we surrender our tongues to God and we just let Him take, like, we just let Him do, we he puts the utterance in us and we speak as the utterance is the utterance is already there that's right i'll go in ahead of you so my point is just put that in your mind that baptism of the holy spirit is one of the signs of this of uh, baptism of the holy spirit and you speaking in tongues as the evidence of that is one of the signs of a surrendered life so i think another thing i wanted to mention is that there are like three dimensions we see of the holy spirit of tongues in the bible so first we see that um the Bible says something like that Mark 16 verse 17 that was saying when Jesus said they will speak in new tongues and he said oh, everybody will speak in new tongues and I, when we when we go by that that means it's for everybody one and that means it's a sign it's a sign that you believe so that means there's a, there's, a, there's tongues that everybody speaks right so let's just put that one then there's another one that's uh, in first corinthians 12 so that's why the bible is beautiful the more you read the more you get to understand you just don't read in parts 
you you read you go to the Holy Spirit for understanding and you help you. We now go to First Corinthians twelve where Paul was talking about the gifts. You know, he went to the Corinthians church and he said, Oh beautiful people are zealous, people really love God, but there are some things people are not understanding now help them, now broke them down with the help of the Holy Spirit. So he now said the uh, there is the diverse there's diversities of tongues here. You know, at the end of that chapter, I now said, do all speak in tongues. Because how it was going, when you when you see the sequelae, how it was going in that um, scripture. Let me even open the First Corinthians 12. Um, okay. It was saying that, now you are the body of Christ. This is First Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. And God has appointed this in the church. First apostles, second prophets. Third, teachers, after that, miracles and gifts of hearing, helps, administrations, um, varieties of tongues, are all apostles, no, obviously, are all prophets, no, all, so you see, my point is, in that place, you see that the way it's going, is saying that there are offices for um, different people in the body of Christ, and when you look at it here, that's a dual speaking tongues, the answer for this part is no, because this is a particular um this is a gift that comes with another gift of interpretation somebody can have both of them somebody can just have one and somebody can have another one and this gift because everything that paul was saying here it is he was talking about it in terms of um for the education of the body of christ so that is like another dimension of tongues for the education of the body of christ a gift that not everybody has but you can convert it because it says you but earnestly desire the best gifts you can convert you can desire these things but it's still the holy spirit that will give you or yes it's because it's the holy spirit that has the gift is he will express it through you whenever he wants to express it through you or he can give you he can actually maybe that's the only gift he just wants to be expressing through you and then that is you know you know you and the Holy Spirit, that is the area. And you can also tell him your desire and hopefully maybe your desire will be the same thing he actually wants to be expressing through you. That is just a form of deviation. My point is, there's another part of tongues that is just that one. It comes with interpretation and with, um, no, no, it's, it's for the education of the body of Christ and that is another dimension of tongues. And when you read First Corinthians 14, that's one thing that Paul was really addressing that you like you, me now, maybe the tongues that is for sign for that everybody has. I will now go to the front of the pop, the, the this thing pulpit, and I'll just be speaking in tongues as and that's my message, you know. And that's my message. And you know, it's not as if God led me, I have the utterance in me. I'll just go there, and that is the message. No, no, he's now saying that uh, that is not how it's meant to be. There are some people that actually have this gift. If there's an interpretation, if you have an interpretation, or if you if somebody has an interpretation if someone has a gift of interpretation you know interpretation is not say the person go and learn how to interpret tongues that one too is also a gift god expresses god gives that person the thoughts what he was saying what he was trying to convey through that message and he speaks it to that person and the person now says it in the language whoever whoever understands it in first corinthians 14 they're just doing anyhow and you know in this corinthians church so and he now brought understanding to them by saying okay there's if you don't have interpretation just just pray to yourself god understands what you're saying if you have interpretation wait let one person speak let one person speak then you go and go and go and say whatever you want to say and interpret if somebody if you want to 
if my, the point is like if there's a church service now obviously everybody is coming there for education if you don't have interpretation it's better you let um people let it just be that people are speaking english or for example in english church let it just be that people are speaking english but however if um i don't want to say what i'm i don't want to like confuse anybody but the point is that you can speak in tongues in church because i'm still going to talk about that one you can speak in tongues in church however don't be don't there's an order don't just do anyhow you can speak in tongues in church if you want you know that you need to pass across a particular message to somebody don't just go to the front of the pulpit and just be shouting anyhow or just speaking anyhow you know there is order you can tell your pastor oh i would like to say this he might allow you you know things like that my point is that there is order and you can definitely speak in tongues in church you know even in first corinthians 14 says you can pray you pray in the spirit you know sing in the spirit and also sing in my understanding even when you're sometimes when you're praying in tongues when you're speaking in tongues sometimes god might actually give you understanding of what you're saying and the next word that will come out of your mouth might be in english but it might be an interpretation of what you just mean in speaking but i think everything just ties down to being sensitive to the holy spirit and knowing that there is order i think that's what first corinthians 14 was just trying there's order respect the order don't just do anyhow and if you want to speak in tongues if you want to speak it to people to people it's better you have interpretation if you want to speak it to God, fine. You can speak be speaking it to God. If you want to sing in tongues, sing in tongues. You know, sing in tongues. Just be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, definitely one of the parts. You might actually, you because you might end up speaking in English at the point, and that might just be the interpretation. Okay, I'm just going ahead of myself. I'm sorry, but that's just I I said that to just um, pass across the message that that's another dimension of tongues. The one of um. The speaking in tongues and then interpretation where what Paul was saying in first Corinthians 12 there's another speaking in tongues or rather another dimension of speaking in tongues and people understanding that language and I just feel like it still falls under that personal one that everybody has why am I saying this yes we saw this dimension in um, acts 2 when they spoke in tongues and people said ah, they could hear their mother language although there is this um thing that people say that are we sure that the, the miracle was not in the hearing like maybe people people the holy spirit made people to hear their language however these people were not actually speaking their language or people were actually speaking their language and they could hear them there's that thing that thing usually comes up in the body of Christ. but however i still feel that even if um the person was speaking their language i still feel that it's still part of being submitted to god because the person will not actually know that they are about to speak a particular language they will not know they will just be speaking their own tongues and then later so because i've heard of this many times they were just speaking in tongues as in the one that everybody has and they will just have somebody in the audience just comes up oh wow are you this are you romanian <laughs> are you Ghanaian? you know even one of my pastors i was talking to him and he just said that has happened to him before and um you're just speaking in tongues and then somebody now said that oh well uh, or they rather they could understand what he was saying and told they like they, they were speaking their own language and i just feel like it's still part of being submitted you it's not like you would know that mm, holy spirit is about to speak Igbo through me now 
when you speak it no it's just you are just submitting your tongue and you are just speaking in tongues and then later you know so my point is that just there are different dimensions to these tongues you know even this dimension of um you know sometimes it's not every time that you're speaking in tongues that you're praying it's not every time you're speaking in tongues you're talking to god because like i said you know that i said that um there's the speaking in tongues where God brings a message to you through tongues and then somebody interprets or you interpret. Are you speaking to God? No. God is bringing a message to you through that means. And I I think one time I was just thinking that why would God do that? Just bring it in English. Only God knows why he does those things. I'm sure it's definitely for a reason. So my point is that different dimensions. There's tongues or for intercession that like... And everything you will not know your own is just to be yielded you will not know which one is coming you will not know your own is just to be yielded you have the utterance your own is just to be yielded use use you have the utterance and just speak these tongues and let it do what is meant to do in your life you know just be yielded you just submit your tongue and just speak it out hmm, and may god give us understand the name of jesus so um <clears throat> We all know what happened. Let me just quickly run what happened in Acts 2. So they were waiting. We don't know if it was only the 12 or the 120. However, the place was really noisy. Noisy and a lot of people that were even outside the upper room came and what's happening, what's happening. And the next thing we heard them um saying that they were hearing <coughs> sorry. They were hearing um their languages. And people were perplexed while some people were mocking them. You know, that's one thing about the body, I'd be rather everybody. People, what you don't understand, just keep quiet, especially if it's the body of Christ. But I understand why unbelievers can be mocking, can, can be mocking it because they don't understand fine. But however, here, sure, they were speaking in other languages. I don't know if it's that they were, they were not speaking in everybody's language, but here, they said that they were all, they said they were all amazed. Wait, okay. They said, we hear them speaking in our tongues, the wonderful works of God. So I'm now wondering, is it that they're not speaking in some other people's languages? Why they why were they mocking them? I don't know. You know, I don't really know what was going on there. But my point is, they were speaking in their languages, and some people were still mocking. That's just how life is. Some of the things you do, they are so evident that definitely is God. Definitely something is happening here. But some people still mock. That's why I cannot really base what you do with god based on the opinions of others if not you will not move forward because if people mocking them um if they paid attention to that so much they would have stopped speaking in tongues there they would have not spoken tongues again later on in their life you know because they would be scared that people were mocking them and also there's a, there's a they they might maybe some people were actually speaking in tongues or maybe they could not understand them as in, as in, just speaking in incomprehensible words, quote and unquote, we don't really know. But the point is, don't don't let the fact that that will mock you put you down. But I think the message I'm trying to pass across here is that, you know, later on, Peter now said, now preached the gospel to them, and that's one thing I wanted of us to know that a sign is not the message because you sign the particular. Because like if I go and I write a letter now and I sign it and I say please give it to so so person and then they they give it to that person and person just sees my signature and okay that's all. No, you have to read the message now. The mess so speaking in tongues is it just attracts people. You can see well, that's what happened here. Peter was speaking, Peter they, they finished speaking in tongues, and Peter now started preaching the gospel, and then people now got saved. So don't do it the other way around that you're speaking in tongues to get people saved. 
you know you might be speaking spawn somebody's language but that's not that is not what will get them to so is the power of the gospel yes one of the results of the gospel is speaking in tongues one of the things that are you did that yes indeed you are saved or rather one of the things that um how would i put it now you know when we become saved like i said you oh no no i'm going ahead of myself okay so i hope you understood that one and you know when we were reading act act um eight they mentioned that i think act eight really helped us to understand how this being saved getting saved your special uh, experience of salvation and bat- getting baptized by the Holy Spirit, there are two different um events you know because here we see how philip came he baptized he they they, were, they got saved they got baptized and then later on john and peter now came because they had not received the baptism of the holy spirit then they now baptize them in the holy spirit so we see that there were two different events that doesn't mean they cannot happen on the same day that the same day that i get um saved you get baptized it doesn't mean it cannot happen on the same day but the point is that there are two different events that's one thing i also wanted to point out uh, i also wanted to point out that one then how do you believe how do you um receive this gift how do you get baptized rather by the holy spirit um you get you just have to believe like i say is faith you just have to believe you now once you have understanding about it you know some people do not have understanding about it. that's why it's waxes and wane like they will speak in tongues they will now be what am i saying they will now but when you have understanding it helps you it helps it helps to a certain extent so you know that okay the, jesus has already said this thing new tongues for everybody definitely and then you know that it is a different experience from salvation you know but it's one of the continuum it's one of the things that are caused like it's one of the things that will occur as your you as a sign that indeed you are surrendered you know so my point is that how can you you just you have to first be saved to receive this sign to receive this to be able to speak in tongues you have to first be saved and then you know you can actually just as far as you and you can also ask for the holy spirit to baptize you and you know the bible in luke eleven thirteen says if you then if you then though you are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how many more will your father in heaven like give the holy spirit to those who ask him so you can actually just ask for the holy spirit and then you know that you have him at least that's the evidence that you've been baptized when you speak in tongues you know our god is not just a god that okay will just give you leave you to okay you just be baptized no just you know or uh, he's not just a god that just ask and you'll be you're baptized he he's helping us so much to know that okay oh my child you know that you have been baptized when you speak in tongues that's the evidence so is that our uh, god is really beautiful <laughs> So my point is, <clears throat> you can just ask for him. You can ask the Holy Spirit, please baptize me. Let me be. Just ask, please be. I want to be baptized by the Holy Spirit, and you know that can happen. It can also occur by laying hands. We see in Acts this happened. John and Peter when they went, you know, they laid hands on people. I think in Acts nineteen to those people, Ephesus men or something, he laid he he they they also got baptized. So you know, in churches, I know this happens. You know, they say if you want to get baptized, come to the front and they lay hands. Those those kind of you no, know, just be careful who lays hands on you. But 
you trust the pastor you have prayed it you have your relationship with god or by god's grace i don't get your hands people is not the wrong person that will lay hands on you or if you don't want that you can actually pray for yourself you can pray with your friends that you know they're already speaking in tongues and you see you start to speak in tongues you know but the one thing is that you have to relax don't be too agitated that if i don't get this thing jesus i'm i'm evil i'm i'm a i'm a bad person you know one thing when when the holy spirit came upon them when they got baptized in the upper room they were sitting down so they were not agitated you know you have to relax you have to be expectant they were expecting the holy spirit be expectant know that mm, something's going to come you know and just have faith and you see that once was one thing as another thing i think when i was talking to one of my pastors he said something about congaro he said the utterance utterance you know utterance is like I know utterance means word now, yes, but how he explained it, I really liked it. You know how I'm speaking English now, I don't need to sp- think of the next word I have to say. I don't need to think of think, like, because that's, I'm going to say think next. No, I already have the utterance in me, just like if you are fluent in Yoruba now, you don't need to think of the next word you're going to say in Yoruba, you're already fluent in it. You already have the utterance in you. You already have the utterance so that's this when when you get baptized in you that's why that's why you usually hear it is not that the Holy Spirit will be speaking it speaking it for you it is you that will speak it but you have the utterance and you don't need to think of the next word to say you have the utterance in you that's what happens when you get baptized you have the utterance in you it's now you that will not let it open your mouth to speak it Yes, you might not be fluent the first time, but that's how it is, right? In this life, the more you, yes, some some people were fluent the first time, beautiful. Some people they were not. It's just a few syllables, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you're saying the wrong thing, and that doesn't mean you're even saying the same thing because you're saying the same thing every time when you're speaking in tongues. That doesn't mean it's the same. Like I said, there are different dimensions to these things. You can be saying the same word, and you just hear that somebody has somebody is speaking somebody's language, and to you, what what was I even saying? you know so my point is you, you you might be speaking the same word and it's definitely different revelations you'll be you'll be you'll be getting every time you speak those same words don't underestimate the the power of the holy spirit the holy spirit is too is too wide it's too there are so many things to him there are so many things to god you know so i hope i've been able to say that well so we once you once you 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 have to be saved first you can ask for the holy spirit you can ask that god please baptize me you can that can occur you can go by laying hands you know that also can happen you can if you have understanding you can also pray for like it still boils down to the same thing it's actually better to actually explain something to certain people you know you know that's what i think when you know jesus before he left he actually explained some things to disciples and probably also explained these aspects to to them he probably probably explains that at, at least for the ones we can see he said that um power will come upon you <laughs> he said at least we saw that one and i think for speaking in tongues too at least let people have a, a little bit of understanding even though you might not understand everything like i don't understand everything and that's one thing that's one beautiful thing of with god the more you grow the more you understand so my point is all of us can get this speaking in tongues and if you want the one where it is the gift as in that dimension of the gift of the holy spirit i think everything you know what i think that everything still boils down to you being submitted to the holy spirit and just letting him use you and if you convert that gift of um speaking of like speaking in tongues 
and he, like that that's that i think in one of king his book i think he talked about how a couple that's how they used to that's how they used to minister somebody speaking to somebody that i can't even remember so somebody else that was reading that book and told me about it so if you convert that one fine but that doesn't mean you speaking in tongues as in one everybody has that doesn't mean you cannot get understanding you know, i said it before god can actually give you understanding of what you are speaking you can that that doesn't mean um i hope you understand what i'm saying okay ah i don't want this thing to be long because of another part okay another thing i would just like to say is okay some people say paul's teachings are uh difficult to understand yes even peter said it that so paul's teachings are difficult to understand and so people have used that as a upper hand like yes so that means everybody has been misinterpreting acts to every no no it's not was it paul that wrote acts to i don't think so sorry it's on him i mean um first corinthians 14 everybody's misinterpreting, misinterpreting it you know and they will not put their own interpretation to it no like i said a lot of things were happening in that first corinthians 14 a lot of things were happening in the corinthians church so that's why Peter, to, I said Peter, Paul had to say a lot of things. You know, he also mentioned that when you are speaking to tongues, you are speaking to God. You are speaking to God when you are speaking in tongues. You know, it's not that, they are, but there are different dimensions to it. It might be you, might, you are speaking in tongues, but you get the feedback. You are speaking in tongues, but later you now realize that actually God, you are speaking, you are thinking you are speaking to God, but you actually, God is helping you to actually speak to somebody else. You know, there are, there are different dimensions to it. He said, he, at a point, he said, um, rather than speaking tongues prophesy except you can interpret that is not saying that he's not now saying that prophesying is greater than speaking in tongues he's just saying that if you want to use it in the church like a church service it's better you have an interpretation so that people will not get confused he also said you no know, he also said that um speaking in tongues is a sign for unbelievers but he now also said that speaking in tongues if if you are speaking in tongues in public and every a believer comes how would they understand you see so you see all this kind of thing that's why people will not read everything so so you are, you are saying it's a sign for unbelievers and you're not saying for believers come out they understand it so the, so you have to read it well i think paul's teaching just help us to know that ah i need to in, it helps us to be more intimate with the holy spirit so it's not something that you just read surface level like holy spirit okay what are you trying to say through paul right now you know it helps us to go deeper do we understand? So you cannot just speak one or two things and then you know the same first Corinthians 14 also says that I'll speak in tongues, I'll speak with the spirit. You know, so when we say speak in the spirit and speak in tongues, we are saying the same thing because it's the Holy Spirit is the you know I said that the origin of tongues, the spiritual tongues, is from the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. So when we're saying speaking, we're praying with the Holy Spirit, when I say speaking in tongues, just that when we say speaking in tongues, is there are many dimensions to it. There are many dimensions to it. When we when I say praying with the spirit is one quote and unquote all the dimensions you know i think so my point is he said in first corinthians 14 wow for two minutes in first corinthians 14 he also said that i'll, I'll pray with my spirit i'll pray my understanding you know at the point he said if nobody understands or if you don't have an interpretation he also said speak it to yourself so all he said you know he also said i just want to say all these things because everybody they will use first corinthians 14 and they'll just use put their own put their own i've heard so many things and some things are really just glaring that uh, i don't think you really understand go and sit down take away whatever theology whatever thing that is on your head 
or whatever view you've already used to cover your eyes and just put it down and try to understand some things he also said thank god i speak in tongues more than all of you i one time i was hearing somebody say oh it's because paul is learned as in he has read a lot of books he knew many languages no now you don't learn tongues you don't learn it the and in acts 2 they didn't learn it in acts 10 the gentiles didn't learn you don't learn it so definitely that's not what paul was talking about he was talking about the spiritual language that he speaks in tongues more than all of them you know so there are a lot of things that have come up my point is read it for yourself and you see that for him to have really broken it down you, you, that's one thing why why do we speak about tongues we we have seen the advantages we we, we know that ah, there's something about this reality and we want people to actually benefit too that's what the body of christ is about it's not about oh because i've seen this reality that means i'm greater than you no we want everybody to also benefit from this reality we will not say because we don't fully understand it here then we'll shut up and then only us will be benefiting from it we don't before i started stop even as i'm is 500 level now in medicine <laughs> i don't understand everything yet i still believe that ah medicine medicine is from god medicine is true medicine has done a lot of things. god has helped medicine to do a lot of things i still believe it's not later okay there are some things that i don't understand even though i will write it in exam and pass i don't fully understand it's not later they teach teach teach, teach, teach. i now understand that doesn't mean because i don't understand that does that mean that medicine is not real does that mean that medicine there's no power there's no um truth like there's no medicine doesn't actually give results in some things that god like god has not i hope you understand what i'm saying so that's how it is because because we've not we many of us don't understand now say shut up keep quiet or start bashing each other it's not worth it okay i've deviated let's just do maybe let's do 46 minutes <laughs> so let me just quickly talk about um wow um okay the benefits of speaking in tongues so you are speaking to god <laughs> i don't think what's what other benefit you are speaking to god Number two, you are getting edified. We all know you are building your faith. Jude 1 2021 says, Praying in the Spirit, building up your holy faith, most holy faith. Let me speak like because we're not meant to be measuring these things with people's experiences. But let me just share. I remember, was it yesterday or the first day? I was just, my heart was just heavy. Or I'm just tired and I didn't want to pray. You know, you just speak in tongues. It just helps you. It just helps you. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. This thing is is a reality. I just want everybody to come into it. It helps you. It's you are speaking to God. One, and even praying when when you are praying in tongues. One of the things is that you know you are praying in the spirit. You are letting the Holy Spirit pray through you. You are submitting your tongue and letting the Holy Spirit pray through you. You are not praying your understanding. You are letting Him pray through you. You are praying the will of God. Because this time, who knows the will of God? It's not the Holy Spirit. And if you let him pray with, through you, it's not the will of God you'll be praying. So is that no more effective prayer? You are covering grounds that if you would have prayed in your own base understanding. You know, yes, you might be praying in the Spirit and later, later change to tongues. And that is still praying in the Spirit because it was the Holy Spirit that helped you to even know what to pray in English. I hope I'm passing my message across well. But my point is that, it helps you to even effectively pray more because then you are praying the will of God. When you are praying in tongues, you are praying when or yeah, when you are when you are praying in tongues, when you are speaking in tongues in general, you are basically speaking to God in general. You know, yeah, and it help you to build your faith. I think this this and to, it will help and, and I think it was one of the sermon I was watching about how the building here they were talking about is like a house. 
but i don't know how to pass that message across so sometimes just leave it but it helps you it edifies you you know what like i said you're just speaking in tongues and something just comes to your mind yes yeah, so you might say oh all of us, some of us are speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, and we are not the best in whatever we are doing. Everything they process by God's grace, God will help us to actually be excellent in whatever we do. But don't tie that to speaking in tongues. Yes, so we're meant to get revelation from the place of tongues, but that's not the sole reason. That's not the sole purpose. There are so all that purposes. There are other you don't know what you are planting the spirit as you are speaking in tongues. Maybe you are planting so many things, and it can come back to you in form of you just have peace, you just have joy. I hope I'm, uh, I'm helping somebody here. So I think let me just end this one here. So I'm going to continue in the next podcast. But really, if I if you were if you were not clear on certain things, please just message us. I I actually don't want anybody to be unclear. And really, I just hope that God will give us more understanding on this topic. It's a very delicate topic because it's delicate because we don't understand because it's, it's a language that we don't understand. It's something that we do not learn. It's just like how faith a lot of people used to say things about faith like because of because you have faith that doesn't mean you should not have wisdom you know a lot of this is just like a lot of things like that with god you know obviously because you have faith that doesn't mean you should not have wisdom in fact faith will help you to as you have faith in god he will help you to be wise you know our god is wisdom so if you are putting your faith in him you'll be wise now let me just leave that one my point is, is because it's something that many you cannot understand. It's a language we don't understand. That's why it is very controversial. But I cannot say because it's controversial. I want to now say what I understand and how I know that it's, it can benefit everybody. Mm, so I just pray that as I end, God will go ahead of us, help us to really submit to him and let him take control of, over our lives, every part of it, even our tongue. And help us that as far as we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have utterance. And we just need to speak. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayers. We love you so much, Father, for just being afraid. Amen. Thank you. Please follow us on our Instagram page and we Twitter and Facebook, all those things. And call here to our podcast generally for updates. And if you have any questions, send it, send it to us. We are at LIFG underscore 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 on Instagram. Twitter is at LIFG underscore on facebook we are at living intentionally for god yes praise god thank you so much thank you for listening so this is the next one (laughs) okay bye-bye